How you doing, everybody? The Chet Calvick Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopic, Jeff Vegas. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Welcome once again to uh, Unscripted and In Your Face, otherwise known as uh, Uncalled For and In Your Face. My good friend from uh, WIND Radio, Jeff Pincus, side-by-side along with uh, our technical advisor, Dan Levy, who remarkably showed up sober. I'm Chad Kopik, and of course we are brought to you by our marvelous friends at American Taxi, American Taxi, Chicago's premier suburban taxi service. Uh, Pinker, robbing directly from uh, Rick Morrissey in the uh, Chicago Sun. Robbing? Uh, can yeah. you hit, turn on my volume a little bit? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Robbing, yes. Why? Why would you really want to hear what you have to say? I don't. Can I just say that you know we're getting a little bit of uh, f- uh, fan flack, fanfare. People think we're dumbing things down. I think we're just having a great time. People need to understand that. Well, you know what? Uh, we live in such an uptight society right now, and I'm I'm, I'm going to bring you're right something to your attention in just a couple of minutes, which okay. will amplify on my point. But uh, uh, Rick Morris, he's talking about the Canucks knocking off the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. four to one at the UC, and forcing the Hawks to make a trip, which you know they they want to make like they want to spend the night with a python, and that's to go back to Western Canada for Game 6 of this uh, conference semi. Uh, Rick begins his column with a great line. Woody Allen once said that 80% of success is just showing up. He's right. Uh, in our case, I think 80% of our success is just ending the damn thing. <laughs> 80 per- it's true, uh, you know, back in the day when it's like making the calls. If you make the calls, you're going to get business. And the, re- the other 20% is talent, which I guess we're just showing up. Twenty <laughs> percent is, is talent, but that's very true. And uh, they didn't show up last night, did they? Well, you were guy. You guys well, were both uh, there. What, Roberto, what? Roberto Luongo, first of all, stood on his head, and I give him a lot of credit because here's a guy who got uh, who got dashed. I mean, absolutely creamed in Game Four. Uh, the Canadian press is all over him. People forget. Hello, this guy won a gold medal as the uh, as the netminder for, for Canada against the USA. They don't care. He stood on his head. Number one and number two. For whatever reason, the Blackhawks just came out and the energy level wasn't there. It just was not. It was like Game One. It was a replay of Game One. You and I were at the game last Monday night, and you recall the first five minutes. It was like Game One. We were you and I were rolling our eyes, and then they, a switch went on, and they. Didn't stop for three games and won three games in a row. I think they'll be okay. I really do. But Vancouver's got it in for the Hawks. You know, they they beat them last year in the uh, in the semi-conference, and they, they, they want to win. The, and they're not a bad team. I think Luongo is the team. I think the team's just okay. I think, uh, although when the Sedin brothers get going, they got a hell of a team. That's uh, what's interesting is the Sedins were really not great factors in that game uh uh, in which the Canucks won by a final of four to one. All right, you know what? First of all, I, I have a real issue with Paige Weiser in the Chicago Sun Times. Under the headline, Betty more foul than funny. Mm-hmm. Jokes don't deliver for White's much hyped SNL debut. Hello, she's a hundred years old. Eighty-eight. She gets an automatic mulligan. No question. And what the hell is Betty White going to do besides read the uh, uh, read the material put together for her by by the writers? You know, you know the problem with the media today. You know, they don't. It, there's an old saying: if it smells, it sells. They 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 have to sell newspapers, so it's a whole lot easier to be negative and put people down. No, there's a, another great saying which I'm very fond of. Yes, uh, if he's broke, it's probably copic. <laughs> 
Why? What's wrong? It's the best ad lib we've why had you, so far. Why are you going to Aruba the next month if you have no money? Shut up. <laughs> why, 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 what, what do you put on the credit card? Well, first of all, no, no. I mean, is it know, a comp? A crude mileage with a heck of a hotel deal. I mean, this is one of those Chet Kopic mastermind uh, plots. And you called me a whore. You called me a whore yesterday on, on the phone. Yeah, you said I had the pinker. Your pinker. Your well, but that's only because I see a lot of you in me. I don't know and how a lot good of that me is. And you. I could see a lot of future in my uh, in my career. Not. Well, well, you know, first of all, the page says, even so, the jokes for White invariably fell into one of three categories. Betty White is old. Betty White has a filthy mouth. Betty White is happy to uh, promote the SNL tie-in movie, MacGruber, no matter how many uh, skits it takes. You know what? Here is a babe who had the funniest line of the year, in my opinion, when some guy said to her, is there anything in Hollywood you haven't done? And the response was, yeah, Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Betty White used to be married to, don't you? Remember? No. Alan Ludden from Password. Did you know that? You're kidding. Me. I'm not. He had a heart attack years ago, and she's been Alan, single. Alan Ludden is probably my all-time and favorite she was square. Mar- she was married to Alan Ludden, yeah. The guy with the glasses, the password, and the password. And the password is... And the password is... I love I love Betty White. Cranky. Betty White was outstanding on... Uh, remember when she was on the Mary Tyler Moore show? She was great. And she was great in Golden Girls. Yeah, but you know what? Look at the look at the level of writing in the Mary Tyler Moore show. How hip the writing was. Or look at the Newhart show from that era. Terrific. Or, you know, I mean, for example, Pinker. If you went if you went to a network today and said, I, I have a show called All in the Family. It's going to be based on this old white guy who's... Uh, you, homophobic, you, racist, you, shut up. Go ahead. Anti-Semitic, anti-anti-everything. You're definitely anti-Semitic. You know what? They, they would look at that. you. They they look at you like you got four heads. Hey, I thought last week after we, did, you know, have you have you given any thought to con, uh, coming over to our side? Levy was talking about maybe converting and becoming a Jew. There's only one problem with that. When, when you tell me what the tab is to uh, to join a, a temple, I had to really think twice. But you're not going to. You don't have to join the temple. It's just as good to have you on our side. Look, it'll ingratiate you with with the uh, with the radio business. There's only one minor problem, though. You can't go to Red Lobster anymore because you can't have shellfish. That so so you're done. I'm sorry. No, no shellfish. I, I, I can just see the headline now. Yeah, it's true. You know, Lars Lars puts up a post in ChicagolandRadioAndMedia.com. What did it say? Copic converts to Judaism. Oh, well, okay. Subheadline: Agrees to give up shellfish. It's true. You can't. I mean, technically speaking, but you wouldn't be kosher, and uh, you'd have to drop uh, your girlfriend too. So I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's not kosher. It's not. It's it's not the cards. Although it's an intriguing thought. Think about it. Though. It's a very intriguing thought. It really. Do is. you know how much press you'd get? And you could change your name oh. on top of it, Chet Kopstein. Be perfect. No, I think I think I probably you know would go the route and change my name to Chet Kaplan. Perfect. <laughs> it would be great. Hello again, everybody. Chet Kaplan on sports. You would be awesome, and it would just be so. First of all, the press. You'd get nailed for doing it for publicity. But so what? It's great. Plus, let me just tell you something. I want you to know when you become a team member. Then we bring you in like we're one of our own. Because you always complain to me, like, you you know, the Jewish people, you know, they have you have your cults and your your um, cliques. And that's, uh, you know, that's just, not just all like, Just like Gentiles do. Well, there's all of you and 2% of us. I mean, you guys are like the, in mayonnaise heaven, and we're sitting over on the other side. So it's, you know. Yeah, we, why, why do you people have such an issue with mayonnaise? Well, because, uh, I'll tell you why. Because if you, like, you guys put mayonnaise, here's what happens if a Jew eats a hamburger, like, like McDonald's, or mayonnaise, or, you know, one of those, uh, whatever, Big Macs with the, the sauce and stuff. 
if you chase it with a cheeseburger, we explode. If you light a match, it goes up because milk and meat sit on like oil and gas in our in our stomach. See that you can't that you can't change. The dietary laws are such that we're made a certain way. I don't care if you're religious or not. Bottom line is when you put milk or mayonnaise on like roast beef and someone lights a match, we explode. So it's like. We're, we're afraid of mayonnaise, and we're afraid of milk. Lovey, do you have any idea where the hell this is going? He's shaking his head. He understands exactly what I'm saying. It's true. So that's the problem. By the way, uh, it doesn't mix. What, what is the, what is the over under? I have the over under at May 2013 before Levy shows up, not wearing this pair of jeans to record our podcast. Well, he, I think he I think he bought those jeans about 19. The nice thing is, give him credit. At least they're clean, and the T-shirt's clean today. So he's yeah. he's, he's moving up. He's all right. All right. Uh, listen, this this will explain. Why Why the world is screwed up today. Oh, to your point of earlier the, yeah, in the yeah. broadcast. Here we go. Iron Man with Mickey Work, and I'm, I'm a massive Mickey Work fan, mm-hmm. just absolutely creamed the box office over the weekend. Did $133 million bucks In the, one weekend? Yeah. They're, they're, they're projecting... Gary the, Shandling's the, the, in that movie, Iron too. Man, Iron Man 2 will do... Gary Shandling, by the way, was brilliant in... Uh, remember remember, remember the, uh, the Contender with Jeff Bridges and... Uh, yes, uh, I do. Joan uh, Joan Allen. Yeah, he played the senator who conducted the hearings and was vehemently anti Joan Allen. Right, I'm very a... very underrated uh, actor. Well, you know, just to your point before you get going, you know, I remember Casino when Don Rickles played like the casino oh, manager. That, he was made. My for that role. my point is, comedians really and truly, I'm very serious. Are, are tortured people? How they get things out? They're very serious people for the most part. How they get things out is from their comedy. So I can see comics like Rickles or Gary Shandling be very good in a dramatic role. People wouldn't think that because that's not their image. But fact of the matter is, most comics, whether they, you know, whether it comes out or not, are very dark people. That's what's my problem. You I know said, what I, I always said, remember about the, about Rickles in uh, Casino is this: he never smiles or laughs. That's exactly I right. Mean, his expression is completely like a, like a bull, stoic, like a bulldog. This, you know, this this is not this is not just a job. He runs the casino. At the Tangiers. Right. And this to him is a world war. Howard Stern has said many times that he doesn't go out. Howard Stern is, sits home. Here's a guy with, uh, what, five, probably close to a zillion, is a billion dollars. He now, could probably buy Tom Ricketts. He could, probably could. He sits home in his basement. He really does. He's a very, he's hilarious. Whether you like him or you hate him, he's hilarious, but he's not a social guy. He's very, he, he just, he comes alive when the mic goes on. There's a lot of guys like that. But go ahead. Go ahead. By the way, Lou Pinella, Sunday, why didn't you bring in Sean Marshall, a left-hander, to face Joey Votto? Where are you going Why did you with stay this? with Ryan Dempster, Ooh, for heaven's sake? Come sakes? on, we don't get going on the Cubs. It's, it's, it's like a, you, you, you and I are your It's mas- like, you know, it's like... You're it's, masturbating. It's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like pounding lumps on a, uh, on a bad piece of candle. I don't even know... You just know- got to accept it. Boy, am I, am I, am I uh, anti-Cub from being a Cub fan? I don't even know what the record is. What is there? I, I can't I don't even read... I don't even look at them anymore. What is Well, it? right now they're trailing the Green Bay Packers, which would... No, no but really, where are they? Think, Five, six, seven, eight, ten games under 500? No, they're not that bad off. But, I mean, here, here's, here's the real problem with everything Cubville right now, Pinker. They just got done with the so-called soft part of their schedule. They haven't even played the St. Louis Cardinals yet. Oh, they're going to kick and this crap club, out of I mean, them. this club shows absolutely no sign whatsoever. I mean, Aramis Ramirez right now can't hit a beach ball, for heaven's sakes. Can you? It'll take him until Labor Day. No, no. <laughs> Although my stomach is beginning to look like one. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm down 31. So you see... You know, You're down 31? 31 big ones. Well, now now I feel rotten about that, because I'm at the United Center the yeah. other night, and I'm, you know, I'm doing so well with the diet, and I've dropped, like, 
26 to 28 right now. But that's been from weeks already. And man, I, you're plateauing. I just completely fell off the wagon. Yes, you did. I mean, here comes the dessert cart and I lower the boom, you know. I mean, they have those those breadsticks. Remember those breadsticks they had last time you and I were there? Great. I knock about six of those off. I didn't knock off. And that's during the third period. Because you're emotionally eating over the game. That's what happened. That's what happened. You were nervous about the game, so you were eating. Well, I, I wasn't nervous about the game because I, I didn't bet the game. Well, you were aggravated because they suck last no, night. No, no, I wouldn't. I wasn't aggravated. Hey, you know, I... When, when, when you get done at the end of the night, you have to stand back and say, you know what? Hey, the better goaltender won. True. Ultimately, in the playoffs, it's about goaltenders. All right, here's my question to you, Mr. Sportsman. Next year, what's going to happen? Are they going to dump away and go, QA and go with Niemi? Uh, I think they'll probably try and move, uh, UA's contract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're settled in with Andy Niemi, who didn't play all that badly. I thought played well enough to win. Anyway, here, here is where America is right now. You remember at one time there used to be movies where you could you could walk in and there might be some dialogue and you could actually think and maybe the movie might you know test your uh, intelligence uh, your in, your intelligence and your which we have none of so and we're never going to uh, be tested we miss it your top ten <laughs> your top ten movies at the box office this week Iron Man two mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street How to Train Your Dragon Date Night the backup plan with uh, Jennifer Lopez who's got even a bigger butt than you do. Uh, Furry Vengeance, Clash of the Titans, Death at a Funeral, The Losers, yeah. and Babies. In other words, in other words, not one movie that is that is suitable for an adult who has an IQ above 93. Well, then they're all for you, then. And speaking of butts, <laughs> you can't knock my butt compared to your ass. Your ass is long and wide. We can play Kaluki on your ass. You know what Kaluki is? I, I've always maintained that, uh, given the opportunity, I would sell naming rights to my butt. You really would. How, how come you haven't? <laughs> You'd be great. Walgreens. You know what I used to like? I still like. The chicks wear it sometimes. They It's it's a brand name. Juicy, J-U-I, and then there's a crack in the S, C-Y. Juicy. You ever see that? Yeah. Oh, oh come nice. on. Heaven, yes. Hey, look, you're looking. Where, you where do you think I've been living in? Uh, where do you think I've been living in? Tanganyika, for heaven's sakes? <laughs> I can't. I, I, I can't make a comment. All right. Uh, well, you, here. I don't can, want you getting to because you you can comment on this because this once again another is, ask the pinker. This, why this do you waste our time? This is the dumbing down of America. And you want us to to just get along, go along with it. If you can't beat no. them, join them. Here, here it is. Mm-hmm. Reading from uh, from Ask Game. By, by the way, please please don't get mad at me. You're wearing a gray sweater with black and orange and a pink striped shirt underneath. It was a bad night. <laughs> Hey, when, when did you all of a sudden become Johnny Versace? I, I, at least it's, it's, it's. I mean, I mean, here's a guy who, you know, here, here's a guy who wears a Grand Avenue mob outfit, you know, eight days out of seven. No more. And you're telling me, you know. Those are the fat man clothes. I have a nice cashmere brown sweater and a pair of jeans. Normal. You are color clashing. See, here's your problem. You, you raise yourself to be such a high image and then you just let me down today. And by the way, you're right. Your stomach is rolling over a little bit. It is not. It is. Oh, check yeah, it, it is. out. It is not rolling. Yeah. You don't give you your pants button today. Let's see. Let's see. You know you are such. You're you're a moron. You really are. <laughs> right, here we go. Now, now now listen. This is the this is this is where America is. Oh, here comes the well, we, dear dear Amy. Need to put a drum roll in the podcast when you present them out. I am a college graduate working in a professional department with five other women. My work stress has increased over the past four years. Mm-hmm. Well, gee. So is mine. So is Pinker's. So is Levy's. Speak for yourself. Maybe not Levy. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm treated with so little respect. I have a strong work ethic, which my coworkers tell me, quote, makes them look bad. 
they are increasingly finding ways to exclude me. At first, it was just exclusion from social gatherings that they would uh, make sure to tell other people about. Then uh, they went on a trip to a museum. They went together. I was not invited, and they talked about what fun they had. I let them know my feelings were hurt. They seemed to enjoy this. Pretty strong message. You get it? Here's a babe who I'm wants not, to do you, wants to do a hell of a job. You don't have to explain. You don't have to explain to the public. They're not stupid. Here's a situation. They don't want people to want to work. I have been in the cigar business for seriously enough. The Pinker cigar, Pinker Gurker cigar, came out two weeks ago. I have hired um, eight people in in just two weeks. I've fired two of them. People don't want to work. And two of the guys, the one that I fired, guess what they are? Unemployed. You were supposed to, and I test them, you were supposed to call me. I go, you need to be proactive and call me. My point is, people do not want to work. I can go on a rant on this for an hour and a half. You're absolutely right. The other people figure they just go along, they go along, they go along until, and then this one is making them look bad because she doesn't want to be a lazy ass, and maybe she wants to get a promotion, and maybe she wants to get ahead. I say, keep rocking, keep going, you'll stand out in the crowd. You know, I told my son this, and I don't know if you've told your kids this, but here's a piece of advice for any parent out there with young kids. If they're a little old school, they will kick ass and take names. Because you people, better believe it. Because people today are entitled, what about me? And if you have a little old school in you and you're willing to just work a little harder, kiss a little butt, play the game, so to speak, these kids are going to go so far and so wide. And I hate to, here's the problem. And I'm not trying to knock the kids. Wow, they're get a little Billy Graham. No, it's true. They're in the minority. Well, you're, you know, to your point here, I can't stand people that, get, that don't work. You and I, we wake up every single day and we go out and we hustle every single day. Every, you know, I do my show on Sunday. If I have an event on Saturday, I'm not saying I'm so wonderful. I'm saying you gotta work. And it's true. 80% of the time is showing up. If you show up and you work, you're going to get business. So I agree 100%. That's, that's why, that's why our business. That's, that's why we got some schmuck in the White House. See, here is just human nature. When people win the lottery, most times it go broke. Do you know why? Because they didn't work for it. It's just human nature. When you hand somebody something and they don't work for it, they do not appreciate it like the ones that work for it. That's all I have to say. Uh, for a written copy of uh, Pinker's Remarks, send 25 cents in coin to See? Pinker's Remarks. It's true, though. And I guarantee everybody's shaking their Care head of up Cook down. County Jail. It's true. <laughs> Cook County Jail. No, it pisses Psychiatric me off. Psychiatric ward. It does. Here, your friend John Coyne. Agri- your friend John Coyne. I'm going to interrupt you. Your friend John Coyne from American Taxi. The guy started John, with one. Yeah, John Coyne starts with one Driving it driving himself. himself. That, say no, that's it. That's There you go. That's why, you know. You know there when, you go. When kids... I, I get this all the time, as do you. Mr. Kopic, how do I get ahead in broadcasting? You know, Work you know your ass off. Kids? You know what I tell kids? Don't worry about your vocal tonality. Don't worry about how well you read. Don't worry about how well you write. I said... Get out and work hard. Outwork everybody. And eventually, eventually you will, you will, you will beat the pack at their own game. Because you know what? It's not always talent. It's by a long not shot that wins in our racket. No, and I'll tell you another thing. Here's another problem. And I'm, I'm living end, proof of that. We're going to end this. It's not the kid. Do you know how many people? And I'm a major celebrity. How many parents come up to you or come up to me and say, "Can you help my kid get in radio?" How old is your child? 20. Twenty-seven. Exactly. How about them having them pick up the phone? The helicopter parent generation. Oh, you, you know what? I, you know what I really too. love is this. Is this? Yeah, my my son knows everything there is to know about the Cubs, <laughs> and he knows everything there is to know about so baseball. So does eight million other people. And he can tell you every game that uh, Derrick Rose played at Memphis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean a darn thing. No. 
It doesn't. All right, that All is right, a wrap for this edition this of is a, This was the most intelligent podcast we've ever done. Face, uh, Brought to you by American Taxi. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the public is ready for you and I to deliver intelligence. This was intelligent. So for all of our naysayers out there, there you go. You probably didn't like it as much as the, the crap that we spew out every week. But you know what? We're trying. We're changing our image. He's on the way to converting, ladies and gentlemen. He's a, he's one step for, closer to being one of us. We're changing our awesome. image. And by the way, Pinker will be uh, uh, acting as a guest master of ceremonies at the fabulous Admiral Theater right here in Chicago. You know Friday, what? Saturday, and Sunday. You know what? Speaking of Admiral Theater, Sarah Palin is coming to the uh, Rosemont Theater on Wednesday. It's funny you just said that. And they're having a look-alike Sarah Palin contest at the Admiral Wednesday oh, night. Lord. Telling you the truth. Now that sounds more like us. <laughs> My gosh. And I'd be there. Why, why, why didn't you? Why didn't you bring that bit up at the top of the show? Well, we got another show to do. We can talk about it coming up I next. Agree. All right. He is the Pinker. I'm Chet Gopic. We thank Dan Lovey, and most of all, we thank our main man, John Coyne from American Taxi. American Taxi. You people out in the suburbs, you know the story. It just doesn't get any better. Wherever you're going. An airport might be a hospital. Hey, you might need groceries, <laughs> whatever the case may be. God. Hey, listen. You're dying. You're, 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 you're laughing. Fare. You're laughing. But you know what? Suppose you don't drive and you want to go visit Good a loved point. one. It just, I just, bad thoughts went through my head. And speaking, I'll be taking it Wednesday when I go visit to my daughter in North Carolina to, to uh, graduate. Nothing better than American Taxi. They're on time, clean, wonderful spot to take. Game, set, and match. Take care. We'll catch you next time on Unscripted and In Your Face.